It's the Business Casual Nerd Podcast. We are on Alpha 3. That means we're on our third episode. That's some good jam right there. Ooh, third episode. We're moving up. Yeah, I know, right? As we all know, the third is always the best. Think of any trilogy. I don't think that's true. Not really true at all, but why not? So so Matrix Revelations is better than... No, my argument doesn't hold up at all. Oh, okay, good. I just, sometimes I say things, <laughs> and I don't know why. And we made a podcast about it. That, we did make a podcast. Wow, a podcast. Podcast. Podtastic. That should be our new tagline. Listen to our podcast. The Business we Casual Nerd podcast. podcast. about it. It's podtastic. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so um, something to note, Brad and I aren't drinking on this episode. No, we just sound drunk all the time. Yeah, so normally we could, well, normally, in the second episode of our long series of three episodes, we could have blamed it on the bourbon, but not on this one. This one, it's, I don't know, it's after Halloween, it's spooky as shit out tonight because it's going to storm. To be fair, it's a dark building, it's spooky as shit in here too. That is true. We're form- we're uh, filming, recording. Tried to say filming and recording at the same time. It's audio we're forming. We're recording at a different location today, so if we sound better, that may be why. If we sound worse, it may also be why. Also, could be why. So, uh, yeah. So, how you been? I've been about the same. I like that we ask each other how we've been, and we literally live together. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you all day, though. I mean, that's true. We do work different jobs, so. So, Boo, how's your day been? Okay, now it's weird. Uh, yeah, it is. It's not awkward unless we make it awkward. Oh, now it's awkward. Now it's awkward. Yeah, so how do you think episode two went? Uh, not as good of an end product as Alpha 1, just because of the there were some weird glitches in it. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we sounded better. wise I yeah. think it was better. Um, I think, Personally, I think, I think I sounded worse because I was even more stopped up. I think we, uh, I think we sounded more comfortable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like drunk. we weren't. Well, yeah, we were a little, little. Uh, I mean, we weren't drunk. We we're just, you know, a little warmed up. But still, even warmed up is more drunk than not drunk. Yeah, it's true. So. Speaking of sniffles, I have sniffles. Tonight. I can breathe through my nose for once. So. Oh, oh, oh I, wow. I lied. Never mind. So, uh, I, yeah, I think the episode two was better. I think it was a little bit more. We didn't sound as stiff and robotic. We sounded a little more casual. It flowed a little better. Right. It was much more conversational. I think we're getting better at it as we go. I think we're trying to find that balance between stiff, like professional recording and conversation that goes off the rails. Well, yeah. I mean, we make an outline, but yeah, we don't adhere to that. We didn't adhere to our outline hardly at all the last time. No, I I try to keep us on track. We digressed a lot, but I think that's more fun because it's more, you know, like we make it just a very, very short outline, like almost bullet point level. Well, so it's we also don't... us. We digress a lot. Right. So it's not rehearsed before we go in. I think we talked about that, and I can't remember if it was the first or the second one, but I like to reiterate that. We don't... This makes me think that my life is nothing but a rabbit hole. I just keep going down different avenues. <laughs> so back to that existential podcast idea I brought up in the second episode. <laughs> what was the existential from last night? From last night? Yeah, we were coming back from Sir Pizza. Oh, I don't remember. Probably some... Probably a shower thought. Yeah, I gotta stop saying plugs because I just plugged Sir Pizza. I mean, it's fantastic, so I would. Hey, no free rides, Sir Pizza. You gotta pay up for that. <laughs> if you wanna stay in the free podcast, pizza. Sir Pizza in in Bellevue, we're Sir calling pizza. you out. I want a free free 
Cajun jambalaya right now. Yeah, man, that that pizza was delicious last night, good. by the way. Uh, speaking of digressing. <laughs> Oops. We just started talking about pizza that we had last night. My life is a rabbit hole, I told you. Yeah. Um, speaking of rabbit hole, thanks for the one today. I didn't need to spend oh, yeah. 20 minutes watching YouTube videos because I watched Jeff Goldblum in a lounge act. Okay. Well, in my defense, I sent you one video that was like four minutes long. Right, which had Haley Reinhardt, which then got me down the postmodern jukebox with Haley Reinhold covers, which went down to the other ones, which went down to the new ones. And yeah, the back end of 20 minutes later, I've done nothing but watch YouTube videos and jazz covers. Not my fault you don't fucking work. I mean, I did work while I did it. All I sent you was a video that someone tweeted, and I said, holy shit, Jeff Goldblum has a band? <laughs> what was uh, I think it said, uh, it's kind of creepy how he looks at her at first, but by the end, you're so happy that he looks so happy. Yeah, he does look really... So Jeff Goldblum has a... It's like a jazz band, when you yeah, say? Yeah, it's like, kind of loungy. Yeah, jazz, loungy, kind of, like, he plays keys. Um Everyone plays keys apparently, right? But they Except sound they sound great. Oh yeah, no, you sounded great. Uh, so we'll we'll have to put it in the show notes so that people can yeah. can click on the link. Uh, so if it's you're listening on a good podcast app, it'll hopefully have a spot where you can click on links for things we talk about, so we can share it with you. And it had the nice like lounge key player and singing lady, the the banter back and forth. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It was a really uh, yeah. I was really impressed. I went in. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking it was going to be. I mean, it's, it's Jeff Goldblum. He's eccentric. Was it on Dig or Reddit or something? No, I think I saw it on Twitter. Oh wow! Yeah, I think somebody Twitter tweeted for the win. it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I expected. He's he's such an enigma. What else you been listening to? Uh, for some reason, older country. Like I got some little Texas in there. Some Diamond Rio. So we, we did grow up on on country back in the day. Neither of us really are huge country fans now, but we did grow up listening to country. Yeah, somehow in Vegas, country was a thing. It was the 90s. I think everybody was listening to country. Country was big. Garth, Shania. There's a, a big genre. rock in Vegas, and I didn't. I usually didn't listen to anything that everyone else listened to, except Michael Jackson. But my dad listened to country, so I would always listen to it with him. Yeah, I think I just, I don't know. I don't know why I listen to country. It's just on the radio. I mean, you were in a little town in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> as close to redneck as you could get. What else are you going to listen to besides the Jackson 5 because they're from your state? Very opposite end, though. Very, very two different, very different parts of Indiana. Still, I don't think Gary wants to claim Chicago, and Chicago doesn't want to claim Gary. So, Oh, well, Indiana. no. No, 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 no. No. But they're very, northern Indiana is very different from southern Indiana. I don't know. They all drive like shit. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that can, yeah. You don't even have to state that. Stereotype for states. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana can't drive. Corn and shitty drivers. Ohio's boring. And meth. What else you got? <laughs> Ohio is for lovers. Those are boring lovers. Ohio, 100% missionary 100% of the time. <laughs> now, we, yeah, we digressed again, talking about fucking states. <laughs> is, this, is this fucking fourth grade civics? <laughs> anyway. So what have you been listening to? You know, not much. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. It's been a weird, no, like, no music week for me, listening to radio or, or podcast. Weirdo. Um, yeah. It's changing. I don't like it. No, I just listened to a lot of tech podcasts with the Apple Keynote last week or the yeah. Apple event, so I listened to a lot of, you know, podcasts talking about that and opinions on that, so. I didn't get to watch the Keynote, and then when I went back and looked at everything, I was kind of underwhelmed. Yeah. The iPad was cool. 
but other yeah. than that, I was, I was whelmed. I was, I was fairly underwhelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed. Mac, I wasn't Mac underwhelmed. Pro or MacBook Airs, and no. I mean, the yeah, the Air wasn't, I don't know. And the Mini's kind of, eh. The Air had been neglected for so long that I think expectations were so high that they kind of put themselves in a corner where they could never meet everything. You know what I mean? That's like, true, but it could have looked like they put forth some effort. I mean, it looks just like the MacBook. Yeah. The 12-inch. It costs more. Well, not, I guess it costs less. But it costs more than the than the MacBook Air that it's replacing, right? Which is still for sale. I yeah, hope they I mean, I that by summer. I mean, I think the coolest part of it was the Touch ID without the Touch Bar. Yeah, that's what I've wanted for a long time. That's the only feature that I was like when they announced that I was like, "Ooh, I've wanted that for a while." Because the Touch Bar, <laughs> I mean, the Touch Bar is okay, but I don't miss it. I use it more and more now. Yeah, I mean, I used it when I had it, but but it being taken away from me, switching to a computer that didn't have it, I I miss Touch ID. Yeah, like being able to just wake up my my computer and. Putting my finger on that, hitting that button, and waking up and automatically unlocking or logging I don't really in. Use it that much anymore with the watch. Well, yeah, you're good. fancy as shit. I don't have that. I'm not fancy. I'm just fancy for one thing. Finally, <laughs> I get one thing, one thing, and you can't be happy. That's your one fancy thing. <laughs> oh, you think you're better than me? <laughs> the other thing I was kind of disappointed about. I get why was that the Mac Mini hadn't been updated in 1,400 days, and it looks identical. They didn't make a single cosmetic change to it. I don't think they need to, though. I, they don't. The form factor was great. The form factor is great. They don't. I don't know why. That it's I, just. I don't have to buy new mounts for it. Yeah, that's true. And I get why they did it. I mean, they did it because they wanted it for thermal. It right. still works really well. Oh, yeah. And so they beefed up the, the performance, so it probably needs even better thermal power. Yeah. And to make it um, stackable. Yeah. You need to fit a whole bunch for a cluster. Yeah. It's kind of cool that they're now clustering the stuff on their own. Yeah. It was just, uh, I don't know. It was a little like when they revealed it. Okay, here's a video about the new Mac Mini. And it came flying in. It was like that weird like uh, Close Encounters kind of. Did you see a video? <laughs> no. Oh, you need to go back and watch it. Everyone in my office was like, oh, it's a circle. Because it looked like a UFO. But it was just the inside of it when like you take the bottom off of it. And it's kind of hollowed out. Oh, so it's like a short stout trash can like the Pro was. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone did think that too. They're like, it's either a circle like a puck, or it's a it's a mini trash can. All of them, all the trash cans in grad school look like an oversized Mac Pro. Yeah, like the cheese grater. No, no, no. It looked like the big, the new. One. Oh like yeah, the, yeah. No, the new, the new black like, one. They had all these across campus, and then every time we went into the lab, we're like, oh look, it's a giant Mac Pro. I call it the Pixar trash can. It just looks like something Pixar would make. Yeah, I don't know why. Like the shiny gloss and like yeah, uh, yeah. Which, I mean, Pixar and Apple are kind of like the same. I mean, they're not the same company, but they share a lot aesthetically, I think. Anyway, we kind of jumped way out of order on that, but hey, uh, fuck I mean, it. Who whatever. cares? It works. Um, well, that pretty much covered tech stuff. Yeah, so there, we got that out of the Except way. Except for the cool, uh, I don't know how well it would work. I don't know why I would want one, but the Samsung the folding phone? screen phone. Yeah, I don't know, like... Everybody keeps trying to come up with a way to make the phone interesting, like they want to make some big shocking change to it, and I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm hoping it's more of a uh, segue into foldable, like, to replace paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the old concepts of I mean, we had foldable phones. We had the Motorola. A flip phone's not the same. I know, but that's what it's going to go to. That's true. I'm not saying that it needs to be a phone. The phone is just the right. way to get there. To introduce, yeah, the concept yeah. or the technology. Because that would be cool to have a book with some folding pages and yeah, 
Oh, and you can, can change. just keep folding or flipping back and forth like a page, but without having to carry a big ass heavy book. It's like the that's like real life skeuomorphic design. Yes, a a book with digital pages. <laughs> Everything comes full circle. The Kindle would have sold sold so much better if it had a spine. <laughs> Just open it up in two pages. Some, there's some joke in there about Amazon and spines, and <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, sure there is. I tried for one and it didn't work. Oh, the other tech thing that I did like from so I I do miss my iPad. I do miss my iPad. I want I want to get a Pro. I don't think I really have like a full time need for it, but I do love the design of the new iPad Pro, and I really want the next iPhone to have that same design, the squared off like oh, yeah, back yeah. like the old four iPhone four and five. I yeah. wanted to go back to that. I love that look. I don't know. The fact that I could, not that I ever practically needed it, but the fact that I could stand my phone straight up on a table and it would stand there, I don't know. That would be cool. I like that. You could do that back in the day. Remember that with the four Mm -hmm. and the five even? Oh, no, five, I guess they had the the chamfered like diamond. It wasn't completely straight, like a 90 angle, 90 degree angle. Right. They slightly angled it. Diamond cut, I think they called it. Yeah. You know, Apple. But still, they diamond cut it. Diamond cutting for Jared. Can only be Jared. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Come on. It's oh man, that's the, another plug. It's better than the boring ass guy from mynameco.com. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't plug him. I just said my name. Yeah, that's true. Screw that guy. All the Nashville people are going to instantly know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, and he's all over. He's in Louisville too. That's where I first heard. Him. Oh, okay. So uh, we got a lot of screen screen stuff to talk about on this this episode. So the music, well, I'll I'll save that. We'll we'll save that for the end. The intro music. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. Uh, we've been trying to to do institute a, a new thing with Brad and I living together. Movie movie Tuesdays. It's not just us. It's not a date night. No, 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 no. Your wife, wife comes. comes too. Yeah, your wife comes if she's not working. But... Yeah, so it makes it a double date. So, so movie Tuesday. <laughs> we didn't. We weren't able to make it work last week, but the week before, we saw our first movie Tuesday movie. First man. First man. Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. She apparently did not. That's because it had feelings. Yeah, she doesn't like feelings, which this is funny. Bode well in the future. The best part about it. So, so Blair. Brad's wife is is a nurse. She went in to First Man having having not really seen trailers or anything. She knew that it was about Apollo 11. So she thought it was going to be a movie, I think, like Apollo 13, where it was going to be like an action film about landing on the moon. Yeah, no. And as we're wait as we're sitting down waiting for the movie to start, we're watching all the trailers. You and I like like every trailer that's like that hits you in the feels. Oh yeah, there was the the Steve Carell one, the Mar Marwin or whatever. Yeah. Um uh, what was the one after that? Oh, Green Book with yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Book. Uh, Viggo Mortensen yep. and uh, Marsha Shala Ali. Yeah. Both look really great. great. So you and I both were like, oh, we want to see both of those. And your wife was like, no, feelings. And we are like, and Brad looks at her and he's like, <laughs> you know the movie you're about to see has feelings, right? <laughs> she was horribly disappointed. She's like, what do you mean? And he's like, what's well, like a biopic about Neil Armstrong? It's not just Apollo 11. It's about his family, and it's about him and his wife and his kids. And she's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was almost as enjoyable as the movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought the movie was really good. Um, there were a couple of pacing issues. Yeah, um, it was. sped up a couple parts. Yeah, a lot of like long, silent pauses. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that, like where they were just like staring at each other. but. Um, you know, Ryan Gosling 
joke all you want about him and how ruggedly handsome he is, but the dude's a hell of an actor. When he doesn't have lines. <laughs> I think he's a good actor. No, he is. I just um, he gets a lot of like movies with no lines, and he's... Yeah. It's kind of like Daniel Craig, except without the action. Yeah. Just no lines, just stand there, look, look sullen. Yeah. I Move can on. see that. Maybe half-ass dance a little bit. Like, I really liked uh, Land. Claire Foy and his wife. Yeah. Played his wife in the movie. Um, I think, what was she in? The Crown on uh, Netflix? I, I, I haven't so. watched that, but... And then she's in the new um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo yeah, sequel. Yeah, the uh, Girl in the Spiderweb? Yeah. Or something like I that. I think she's the main main lead actress in the... Yeah, if it's not her, then it looks just like her. I think it... I'm pretty sure it is. But yeah, she was she was phenomenal. I bet she'll get uh, an Oscar nomination. I bet he will too. I don't know if they'll win, but... I thought she was better than he was. Yeah, I would almost agree with that. Yeah. She was really good. Um, I, I, would, I just really like the movie because we all know Apollo 11, the story of Apollo 11, but we really... I didn't know anything about Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong other than they were the first two men on the moon. Right. So it was cool, like, seeing their whole story, how long they were in the program, all the shit they did, all the sacrifices they made, made all the people that died yeah. that they knew. I'm uh, still hoping someday when I'm, like, I don't know, 90, 100, someone goes to the moon and they happen to, like, look around in a crater and find the bracelet. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Spoiler alert. They actually did it. Spoiler alert. Oh, come on. If anyone ever read a book about Neil Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. So Brad's referencing there's there's speculation that he took a bracelet up. For, uh, did his daughter make it, or did it have his daughter's name on it? It had his daughter's name on it. Yeah. Anyway, Neil Armstrong had a, a child die when she was like three-ish. It was his daughter, his only daughter. Um, and it like haunted him the rest of his life, obviously. Um, so most of the movie is really about that. But yeah, um, one of the big climactic scenes is when he's on the moon. He, he drops a little bracelet with her name on it in, in the crater. Because he did it all for her, and nobody can nobody can prove either way if it or if it really happened or not. Right. There's scholars, no ev- scholars believe it did, but they have no proof. But they have no proof. Right. So I it's think, kind of interesting. I think maybe he said to one person, "Hey, I did this," and yeah. they're just not sure. So what do you think about the whole flag controversy? It, it wasn't needed. Yeah. Like that's not what the thing was about. Like there's points in the movie where it shows a flag. Yeah, I mean, it shows it there. They didn't erase it completely. They just no. didn't make a big deal about them planting the flag in the moon. Right. It's there. It's, it's there when they take off. It's there when they land. Yeah. It shows it in the background. It's on houses. It's still on, this, on the Saturn V rocket. Right. It's all over the place. They mention U.S. versus Russia and yeah. doing this for the country. It, it's not that it's gone, but the whole point of when he's on the moon is not, oh, let me go stick this flag in this dirt and um, let me make it look like it's waving so everyone can think that this is a conspiracy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was another one of those things where it was just outrage for no reason. The sense of outrage, which yeah. seems silly. Um, What's going to be our next movie? Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday movie. Movie Tuesday. As much as I think it's going to suck, we'll probably go see Bohemian Rhapsody. Man, I had such... I mean, I haven't obviously we haven't seen it yet, but I, I had really high hopes for it. I didn't have high hopes for it. I don't know why. The trailers are exceptional, and I've been duped so many times for trailers, for video games, oh, for yeah, movies, yeah. where the trailers are so good. Yeah, that's what they're there for. Right, and then you go see it, and you're like, this sucks ass. This is nothing <laughs> like... They just cherry-picked the good parts, exactly. which is what they do. Precisely. The worst, hands down, since we're on a nerd podcast, the worst is the Dead Island trailer. Incredible yes. trailer. 
game is so lackluster. And I apologize for that. I thought I had my computer muted. That reminds me, I need to mute my computer. We are firing on all cylinders tonight, buddy. Hey, I'm not popular enough for it to be a problem. Uh, yeah, it's just my wife. Um, yeah, so Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, trying to think what else we have up coming up on the movie. I still want to see Halloween. Yeah, or past Halloween, but yeah, I would like to see No, it. I don't care. I'll watch the we movie. We did watch anyway. the old one again. Yeah. No, so, I still want to see the new one. Yeah, I want to see it too, and it apparently is incredible. Um, leading up to Christmas, we'll have a bunch of new good movies coming out. Like mm-hmm. we talked about the yeah. Steve Carell Marwin movie, I think comes out on Christmas Day. Yeah. That looks incredible. Oh, I've got nothing to do Christmas Day. I guess I can go watch it. <laughs> and then uh, the Green Book, like we talked about, that looks really mm-hmm. good. I want to see that Elton John biopic. I don't remember when that one's coming out. Oh, uh, I think that one's a while. Yeah, probably. I don't think it's near. Hopefully it's better than, than what people are saying Bohemian Rhapsody is. That they get the, I mean, they get the dates wrong. Like the, Yeah, that's the big thing. It's like they, they screwed up like the most basic shit. Right. Apparently. Once the band was involved, that's when I got worried. Because then you know that they always want to censor it to make themselves look better. Yeah, this movie, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody has been in production forever, it feels like. Um Originally, Sasha Baron Cohen was going to do it. He was going to write it, mm-hmm. and he was going to be Freddie. And which, he doesn't care about people's opinions, so I would have, just do whatever. Right. I would have actually loved to have seen that. I mean, as much as, uh, what's his name, Rami Malek. Right. And he looks like he's going to be an awesome Freddie. But oh, yeah. I think Sasha Baron Cohen would have been the more surprising of the two if he, if he nailed it. Yeah. If he pulled it off, everyone would have been like, holy shit. Like, Borat can be Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Holly G. So anyway, the uh, music that you heard at the beginning of the episode, Space mm-hmm. Junk, is the title of it. Space Junk by, by Wang Chung. Because <laughs> they're still a thing. Um, so, you know, like we talked about in our previous episode, if we play uh, real music, we got to talk about why. Uh, we have to critique it so that we can use it. Can't just get a free ride on somebody else's music. So that uh, is going to be, I think... Leading into our biggest, our, our lengthiest segment, uh, and of of this episode, because we got a lot to talk about. Um, and just gonna throw this out there right now. Spoilers. Yeah, I have no idea when you're gonna listen to this, or if you're even gonna listen to this. And probably well after like the show has run its course. Hopefully, well, everyone thinks it already did run its course. The show's no longer on the air and hasn't been for like five years. You're probably just now getting to this. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, that's the beauty of of podcast. You have no idea where in the space time continuum. It's being listened to at that moment. but Exactly. As of right now, so last night was the big episode in The Walking Dead, was Rick Grimes' last episode, season nine, episode five. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. So that music played at the end of the episode, um, which also ironically, not ironically, they did it purposefully, but it played at the end of the pilot episode mm-hmm. nine years ago. Yep. Which is kind of crazy. Um but yeah, that's a, a random ass song, but it just had a cool beat and it actually worked, obviously, th- theme wise, what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. But uh, so what'd you think, Brad? Rick Grimes, last episode on The Walking Dead. We watched it last night. I thought it was good. Um, there were some weird choices, but then again, it was written by Gimple. Um, True. And they burned enough bridges, you can't get who you want to come back. Yeah. So the people that people want to see, you're you're not going to get to. So you have to fill in the holes with like Sasha who, yeah, yeah, she was cool, but they didn't have a huge relationship that she should be talking to him while he's trying not to die. 
yeah. So the synopsis of the episode, uh, the previous episode at the very end, we saw Rick get impaled by the rebar. Uh, he pulls himself off of it, and he's riding this symbolic white, beautiful white horse <laughs> while this massive uh, horde of uh, walkers are behind him, and he's trying to get back. He's trying to direct them away from the communities, and all the while he's on the verge of passing out because he's been impaled by rebar. Um, and so he, he keeps dropping in and out of consciousness, and he sees people that have died previously throughout the show, um, and they kind of wake him back up, snap him back into consciousness. Um, so he sees Shane, his his former partner, Which was way the back. Which was best part. Way back, season one and two, Shane. Yeah, I agree. That, that was, was a fantastic hands, scene. Hands down the best scene. Uh, he hallucinates that they're sitting back in the cop car all the way back from the pilot. Basically, season yep. one, um, they were cops. They were partners. Uh, that was the whole premise of the show, how Rick got shot, was in a coma, and he wakes up, and the apocalypse has started. Um, but yeah, it was a really, really cool scene. Um, I was talking with somebody at work today, and they were like, I thought it was really cool and really heady for a show on basic cable, not premium cable like HBO, to dive into this, how Shane had almost become like the the bad part of Rick. Yep. Like when Rick killed Shane, he almost took on some of his persona right. and it became yeah, like yeah. his evil side. And I, I thought that was kind of cool. And I was like, yeah, that's really true. And and Shane kind of called that out when they were talking. Like he talked to him about, you know, I, I was there when you did X, Y, Z, all these bad things that you did, which Rick always kind of teetered on that line of there was either murder Rick Mm-hmm. And he's usually wearing the murder jacket when he's murder Rick. <laughs> I did like that we always called it the murder jacket. Yeah. He had that jacket with like that fur collar. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, he basically was like, you know, that was me. And I loved those moments. We need more of those. Yep. But yeah, it was cool. Uh, Acknowledge that Judith is not his. Yeah. I mean, we have no idea. Obviously, it was a hallucination, but. Right. But in his mind, he admitted it. Yeah. Although she thinks she is, so it, it was, yeah, exactly. She didn't know any different, but it, it was kind of super awkward. It was a cool scene, but it was super yeah. awkward because it was like they're sitting there laughing, like, "Hey, remember when I used to fuck your wife?" <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it was, I don't know, it was weird. Like you could see, like as much as they hate each other because of how it all went down, they still love each other. Yeah. Because I don't know, I thought it was a really cool scene. Uh, and then the the second flashback was Herschel brought back another dead character i wanted to be better it wasn't bad but i liked it being scott wilson yeah yeah i always blank on his last name for some reason um being scott wilson's like last thing he does i just died like a week later more to it yeah i don't know i thought it worked that was actually i think one of the for me one of the more emotional scenes was rick you know basically apologizing it's my chair i think oh okay uh, making that noise, but Rick apologizing to Herschel for everything that Maggie's had to endure and how he felt like it was his fault and he wished he had done more. I thought that was kind of cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the Sasha part was weird. Like the Least seeing all the bodies part. was cool, but yeah. her being the one to deliver the message wasn't. Yeah, and they said on the Talking Dead was because she sacrificed herself for the greater good for the right. group. Like, she sacrificed herself in shit, what was that, season seven? But other people did. Eight? Yeah, true. I mean, they all did, in theory. T-Dog yeah. and Tyrese. Yeah, you get and... T-Dog to come back, because 
people would have lost their shit oh, if T Dog came back and got at the monologue that he that everyone Deserved. wanted him to have. Yeah. I mean he yeah. kinda got that one at the on his last episode, you're like, Oh crap, now he's gonna die. Yeah. But yeah, if he had come back and given this big speech without having to get his neck ripped out, then Yeah. My my two biggest complaints were Sasha. I thought yeah. that was odd. Just because her and Rick never really interacted that much. Right, that's why I thought So, like, weird. why would she be that meaningful to him? Um, like, if he's seen everyone while he's dying, you know, and he, he, it's kind of like he's on the verge of, like, the afterlife, mm-hmm. and they're kind of pulling him back. Yeah. Like, it's a symbolism. Why her? Because they never really had this deep... Right. Herschel, Shane, huge people. They had huge, meaningful relationships, meaningful conversations about life and death. Right. Um, and then the other thing I thought was super gimple. Scott Gemple, executive, well, former executive producer of The Walking Dead. The entire reason the show has gone to shit the last three seasons is this asshat. But yep. the fucking dynamite on the bridge. Like yeah, the plot, it, the plot hole. I mean, the guy, I mean, he just does shit like that. Why whereas, would there be dynamite on a bridge you're building? Exactly. Yeah. And if, I, you were, if you're excavating a tunnel, dynamite. You're right. building a freaking bridge. And I, all these people, you know, I saw on the Reddit, on the Walking Dead Reddit, you know, people were like, oh, you know, they they mentioned it at one point in episode one of the season where they're having to blow out something. Right. And then someone else said, well, they knew the bridge wasn't going to work, so they were going to blow it up. Eh, but, but in the last episode, Rick did not want, Daryl told him to take the horde over the bridge, and he said, no, I want to save the bridge. Right. Rick said, I think we can save it. Yeah. So I don't think that makes sense either. So it was just, it was super convenient. I mean, it was still really powerful. Right. You know, it was a very powerful scene, but it was like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have come up with anything better. Why, why would you not have had it break? Right. I guess because he doesn't sacrifice himself. Like if it broke on its own, he didn't sacrifice himself, but he still did because I mean, he, he didn't die. So he didn't really sacrifice himself. <laughs> well, as far as, as far as everyone else thinks. Yeah. So I guess the biggest news from it all was that Rick didn't die. Yeah. Rick Grimes is still alive, and he has been taken away by a helicopter. The fucking helicopter that's been plaguing us for nine seasons. And it was the wrong helicopter, because he's apparently a B, but he was picked up by A. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense I, to me. I guess we won't know until the, sorry, uh, not the movie, the, uh, the made for original TV film. Movie. Yeah, the original film. So, uh, yeah, they also announced that... Uh, Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick Grimes, is going to be starring in three movies. Oh, was it three? I thought it was two. Yeah, three. Oh. Three movies that are going to air on AMC. They're going to be two hours in length. They're going to be full budget like a movie. Um, so his story will continue, but he will no longer be on the show. So they didn't lie when they said Rick Grimes last episode. He'll be back eventually. Yeah, I I, I got to think. He'll be back for like the finale. The end. Yeah. yeah. Whenever they end the show. They're going to do an ER and have like 20 seasons. <laughs> God, I hope not. Because Gimple keeps acting like it. Or not Gimple, uh, Kirkman. Kirkman is like, no, we're not even there. Then then end this show and make Invincible or something. True. Invincible, I think, would be an interesting show. Did you want him to die? Did you want Rick to die? After the buildup, I wanted him to. Yeah. Just so we had some kind of end. But then it it doesn't end. So it's like all that buildup for, eh. But I also hated that they announced it ahead of time. Like, if someone leaked it, then whatever. Yeah, they did it, it to try to get ahead of the leak. Out. Right. But not everyone's going to find out the leak. I don't know. I thought it was a really good episode. I really did. It felt a little gimmicky because it was all just to set up the movie. Felt a little gimply. It felt definitely felt gimply. <laughs> um, 
That being said, this season has been so much better. It has been so much better. But he's also not on it. It's because of this episode. But I do think at some point, you know, you're nine seasons in on a show. You got to change it up at some point and get stale. Right. And so I do think this will be, as we saw last night, yeah. they showed a pretty cool, like, extended preview of the next three episodes yeah. before they take their midseason break. Well, the, the ending of the episode was even better than Rick leaving. Yeah, they, they set up time, for this time jump future. another, what, three yeah. years? Five. Five years? Yeah, we have a five-year time jump, so Judith is, like, eight. Okay. Um, I was thinking she went from, like, three to six or yeah. four to seven or something I think like she's, that. I think she's, like, eight. But, yeah, that this, was... That, yeah, that was cool. Little ass so, kicker's gonna kick some ass. <laughs> I'm more... I think I'm more intrigued right now than I have been in a long time oh, for yeah. that show. So maybe, maybe this is the cool shot in the arm that it needs to yeah. really amp it up. Well, they definitely need a new showrunner. They got that. She's they got that. Kicking and it's, butt at Yeah, and it's been so much better. Uh, I mean, this season leading up to, you know, like we said, the fifth... There's 16 episodes in a season, so we're five in of the first half, and it's been awesome. It's been really good. Where do you think the show would be now if they still got the higher budget that they got after the first two seasons, but Darabont was still around? Oh, man. I don't know. I think it'd be a very different show because Darabont, I mean, he did action well, but it was a much more, again, go back to use that word, it was a much more heady show. I mean, think about like season two on the farm, which is such a uh, divisive season of the of the show. People hate it because there was no action and people love it because there was all the moral, ethical it was drama. a lot of character development, though. It was a ton of character like, development. That's why I loved the, it. That's why when the people died, you've cared. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Sophia Barnes scene, we'll dive right into one of our next things yeah. where we were going to talk about our top five favorite moments in the show. Uh, the Sophia Barnes scene's got to be in my top five. Yeah. I don't think I could rank them by five, four, three, three, um, but I'd put that. Um, I would put the, as crappy as it, the ending was, the the Beth death. Oh, yeah. Just to completely break Daryl. Yeah. I mean, how she died was kind of stupid, but... Yeah, that whole arc was weird. The result of like, him exiting is one of their best shots. Yeah, him carrying her. Yeah. I think, I'll, I, so think I would two. go... That's your two. I'll go... So I said Sophia in the barn. Uh, I think number two, in no particular order, Daryl and, and Merle. When in season, I guess that's three. Oh, yeah. When, when you find out Merle's yeah. still alive and he's with the governor, and then he turns into a walker. Mm-hmm. And Daryl's got to kill his brother. I thought that was really well done. If anyone's going to do it, though, it's going to be Daryl. I know, but I thought it was, I mean, you know, we get anytime you get crying, Daryl is always good. <laughs> and him crying and then having to take out his own brother was. That was the, like, hardest part of this last episode was. Watching Daryl cry. Was watching Daryl get upset. Because, the, the, like, oh, Rick blew himself up. <laughs> I mean, okay. But it's like, oh, Daryl's sad. And it wasn't just Daryl was sad. He started to cry, but then he had the chin quiver. I didn't notice the chin quiver. Yeah, oh, it, it was like that small it. thing, like in uh, <laughs> in in the episode where where Negan kills Abraham and, and Glenn, and Rick had the snot bubble. <laughs> it was just like the man. This is some. This is good acting. Like Daryl had the chin quiver. The the Abraham Glenn killings would be in the top five if they had just compacted it in. If didn't, you didn't have didn't to have wait the cliffhanger the six months or whatever, then yeah, if it was. Yeah. If they were back to back and then end, that would be up there. What about uh? What about look at the flowers? Oh, that, was, be that your... was just yeah. <laughs> that was just of mice and men all over again. I mean, yeah, it was fucked up. Oh yeah, it is. Um, I think one of my other. Well, go ahead. I guess you're number three. So you have you've already said two. It's your number three. I've got mine. I would actually say the first episode. 
just the, the the first episode and this is the power of uh, the the power of Frank Darabont it could it could be a movie yeah it could stand alone as a movie with no resolution whatsoever right. complete cliffhanger ambiguity just start zooming hey, asshole. Out. you know and Glenn with the hey asshole out. and then just and and space junk yep. playing and and the zoom out that was it that's and that that's that, that would have been all I mean I can remember watching that episode for the first time and being like what the fuck is this I got so excited when the show was about to air and everyone's like what the hell are you talking about I was like Dude, it's gonna be awesome. And like, no, no. Yeah, it's it's well, like zombies at that point were so. Right. Yeah, it's like a Romero movie in a show that's not gonna last. I was like, I mean, we had a we had a few good movie zombie things, but a television show about zombies was right. yeah. Everybody was like, this is gonna be so campy and shit. Well, shitty. that I knew about the the comic, so right. I was I was excited, and I couldn't get people to watch it with me. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it by myself. Okay, so you have pilot is number three. I think mine's gonna be um, the Morgan episode with Eastman. That was a good one. Or it's just him and him and Eastman. That was a good one. And I don't know why. I feel I like think... I'm copping out making a whole episode my third, but that episode was just fantastic. No, that, that that's your top five favorite moments can be an episode. I just named an episode. I said the Eastman episode. I thought that episode was awesome. Well, that whole episode was a moment. I mean, that was a fantastic episode. And it was one of those where they were oddly like pay, placed in the season. Like We had like three oh, yeah. three episodes of... Rick and company, and then all of a sudden we have this flashback episode of where Morgan's been. I got four. All right, go for it. And they're fucking with the wrong people. Oh, the train? The tr- the Inside the train car. Okay, well, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that. Being the ne- So that was the, the final episode of season four, the mm-hmm. finale. I'm going to go with the season premiere of, of season five where they just destroy Terminus. Yeah. Where Carol is rampaging. See, I think that's, I think that's just as great, but it's the... When the end of the episode, the end of the season hits, and it's not like, oh no, who's gonna die? It's like, oh no, everyone's gonna die. <laughs> Murder Rick. Yeah, it's a, it wasn't that like you were afraid of something. Yeah, it's like you knew exactly what was gonna happen, and you could not wait, wait for it. Yeah, those those are the best season finales when you have to wait the however many months yeah. until it comes back not on. Waiting to see who got brained. Yeah, that that's we, shitty. We that was just shitty. Um. um or having yeah. to wait. Is he under the dumpster? That was dumb. Worst moment ever? Glenn under a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Gimple. Um, now, if you want to do that and then wait till the next episode and he crawls out, that's fine. Don't wait. Go, like four. three episodes or whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was stupid. Yeah, it was just stupid. Screw and that, you that's really where, Gimple. like, you know, the, the show's been so ebbs and flows, ups and downs of, of really great. And then it goes, you know, went through a lull. Uh, so you said number four was the train car season four finale. Oh, I said five. was terminus. Uh, so my number four is is terminus. Uh, I don't know what that episode. I've even I've even watched. You know, I mean, I've watched that episode a couple times, and it still is so suspenseful to me. Like yeah. where they're they're holding them over the trough. First off, I think it's one of those episodes where I'm like, holy shit, this aired on basic cable. Like yeah. this did not air on HBO because it's super graphic. Oh yeah. Slitting people's throats and bleeding them out in a trough. <laughs> it was like when he bit the dude's neck off too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oof. man. I got my five though. Yeah, what's that? The the machete in the church. Oh man, that's that the whole darkest. Lead up of, I'm gonna kill you with this red machete. Yeah. And then by God, he kills him with the red machete. <laughs> that's like the darkest moment I think in yeah. all of The Walking Dead. It's the darkest timeline. I mean, it really is though. It is. So. Going, That's when you know that they'll take whatever steps necessary. Yeah, I think uh, the my number five 
will be um, when they find Sanctuary for the first time. They're all walking. They've been out on the road that whole season. Yeah. After the after they leave the church, they've you know Abraham and Eugene and uh, Rosita have joined the group, and they've all been on the road. They've been in that barn. They've been through that tornado, and they find Aaron, and he tells them about Sanctuary, and they're super sketched out because they just came from Terminus. <laughs> so they're like, what the fuck? It's going to yeah. be another group of cannibals. And then they, they're walking up to it, and Rick hears the kids laughing and like playing. Yeah. And they all are like, holy shit, this is like a normal place. Until it's, it's, it wasn't. Yeah, but at the for them, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I think as if I could put a six in there, it'd be that uh, um, when Morgan comes back and finds Rick. After Rick, all. <laughs> yeah, Rick. Uh, yeah, he's, all, he's in murder jacket, all covered in blood, just you know, yeah. being all murdery. Ooh, man, yeah. I think my bonus six, and I know a lot of people hated this, but I thought some of the prison stuff. The prison, my favorite prison part was when the illness is going around and we see Herschel as like the oh, doctor. Yeah, that was good. And they're in like quarantine. That was awesome. And Rick losing his mind about Lori. Mm-hmm. All of that going on at the same time. Like that was really good. I think the prison didn't hit as hard because at the same time I was rereading the Negan part of the book. Mm, and yeah. so I was like, oh, the governor's not so bad now. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like he beheads someone, but other than that, uh, he's not. He's kind of tame. Yeah, he's way more sexually assaultive in the comic though than he is yeah. in the book or in the uh, in the show rather. Yeah. Um. Any other last minute thoughts on Walking Dead? We just spent a good chunk of time on that. Of uh, no, not that I can think of. I'm yeah. Excited for the next three episodes. Yeah, I, I am too. I actually. I don't know. There for the longest time when I knew Rick was going to be gone after five episodes, I'm like, I might be done with Walking Dead. We'll probably wait until the next three air and then talk. Then talk about it a little more. Maybe we can have a guest on. Yeah, bring in, uh, you know, you know, what's his face? You know, what's his face? Yeah, Morgan. What's his face? I'm going to call him Morgan because he does (laughs) jujitsu. Don't threaten him; he'll kick our ass. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So last last topic since we're we're already running pretty strong. Gaming, you uh, you got Red Dead Redemption Two. I did. Have you played Red Dead Redemption Two, Brad? No, I haven't. <sighs> I know it's been downloaded for almost a week, and that's not because it took a week to download. No, <laughs> no it actually only took what three hours, if that. Not Which is impressive. Is what a hundred gigs? Hundred over five. Yeah. Yeah, my so, connection's uh, not bad. No, as much crap as people give Comcast, it it was screaming. Hey, no free rides. Okay, I'll beep it. <laughs> Kidding. As much as people hate beep. <laughs> you know, us and our, what, four listeners? Yeah. The power of the business ner- business casual nerd podcast. <laughs> the four listeners and half of them are us. Yeah, oh. Precisely. Um, oh, so oh. if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2, what have you been playing? I finished Westerado after it crashed on the boss fight three times. So hold on. Just let me get this right. You haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2, which is supposedly the most epic <laughs> game of modern gaming because you've been playing an 8-bit <laughs> Western game? Yes, because once I started a game, I really wanted to finish it. I'm just giving you shit. Um, I-, I enjoyed watching you play Western Auto. It was pretty cool. Um, pretty cool looking game, and the music gets stuck in my head. The pr- and the other problem is every time I'm like, oh, I could play Red Dead, it's like, well, it's 10 o'clock at night. I got to go to bed right. sometimes. You know you're going to get sucked uh, yeah, in. I'm not going to start it until I've got time. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Friday. Man, we could have had the intro song, Ben Sticks. 
too much time on my hands. I'll aim for Friday. After Saturday, I'll have a ton of time again. So, um, what you, uh, What's the other game you're playing uh, since you finished Westerado? Another Adult Swim game. I think it's Adult <laughs> Swim. Rise and Shine. It was weird. It's uh, The art was cool. The um, art is... I just watched you play it last yeah, night for a few minutes, but the art is awesome. It looks all hand-drawn. Yeah, um, it's gorgeous. I mean, it really is. It's got so many weird video game references in the back. Yeah. It's hard. Like, the the, the first boss is probably the hardest boss I've fought so far. Oh. Like, even so they though, just started out halfway through now. I oh, went and wow. looked yesterday, and... Uh, but yeah, that first one was rough. Just being dicks? I'm sure other people didn't have as much problem, but I'm getting old. <laughs> so... I start Hold on, like rough, them. like Cuphead rough? No, no, no. It wasn't Cuphead rough. I mean, you were getting pretty pissed like when we play Cuphead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watching you try to beat this boss over and over. It was very, it was very, it was similar to Cuphead, though, in the sense that it was kind yeah. of like that strategic old school, like there's the pattern, you got to figure out the pattern, right. time it out perfectly. Yeah. So it was kind of like a modern take on that. No, it's not the same kind of rough, though. This one, at least, like, it starts off gentle and then just crams it in there. Just the way your mother likes it, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was good. That was good. Well, while you've been playing those, I, uh, on the 3DS front, started... Uh, <laughs> I forgot my note. Life gets in the way. <laughs> it does. Uh, see, we go full circle on this podcast. Yep. Now we're back to Jeff Goldblum again. Yeah. You enigma. Beautiful enigma bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, 3DS, playing Metroid, Samus Returns. Want to play that when you're done? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, and it's a remake I mean, of two, right? Yeah, which was the Game Boy one, yeah, right? That's the one yeah. I had. See, I, I played it on Nintendo. It was one of those games I actually played on Nintendo. I didn't know two was on Nintendo. Not two, the oh. original. Oh, the original Metroid. Yeah, and, and the original NES. Which I think the original was harder than two. What? When I think about it, what's incredible about that is, I mean, there there was no save, right? Game on there. Like, I don't know how long the storyline is for the original Metroid, but that's I mean, long. think about it, like. Yeah. It's long, mm-hmm. and you know it's a shit ton of backtracking. That there's no map back then. Now, I don't know if they had a map. Uh, they had a map in the original one, didn't they? A little bit, but it's not to the extent now. I couldn't remember if they had the save on there or not. But yeah, it's uh, it's really good on on uh. I mean, the 3ds obviously does exceptionally well on 2D, like old school side scrolling. Yeah, but then adding the 3D element to yeah. it, so it looks you know there's depth to it. Mm-hmm. For for side scroller, so it looks really good. Um, I'm a couple hours in, but plays really well. Story, I mean, I don't know. Story hasn't ever been a huge draw for me for Metroid. Like, I'm not like enthralled by the story. Well, land on planet, kill shit, leave. Right, because shit is a threat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, if you can find the, I think it was on Advance, the Fusion games. Those were pretty fun. Yeah. Did you ever get into the first person shooter Metroids? Metroid Prime. I played the first one. Um. I had a CD for the second one. I have the case, but the CDs aren't around. So someone after college stole my copy of Metroid Prime 2. Oh, jerks. I played... Or the dog ate it. I played one on GameCube. I rented it, I think. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I just couldn't get into it. It wasn't as good. I mean, it was... I like first-person shooters. It was cool. No, I like cinnamon. No, I like... <laughs> I met your mother reference. Uh, inside joke. I'd love to be a part of one someday. We're just going to have to start chalking up how many references of that show we have. Yeah, we have a lot for the office Those and the a lot notes. for how I met your mother. Yeah, link to that scene. I said a, I said one at uh, office reference at lunch, and no one got it. Oh, no, what was I'm it? Real disappointed. I don't remember now. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. First person shooters. I like first person shooters. I mean, 
I loved Goldeneye. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that was that's a whole modern game. Yeah, but that was, that, that was like the start of modern oh, gaming yeah. for first-person shooters, besides Wolfenstein and yeah. Doom. But yeah, I don't. It just didn't connect with me that one. So I think next on the list that I really want to check out is Smash. Smash. I want to check out Smash on 3DS. I don't know. I, it could be shit. I have no idea. But I loved it on GameCube, mostly just because of the Pokemon level. Just because the stupid Pokeballs, <laughs> <laughs> and you could throw them at someone, and then a Pokemon would come out. Fun. It was just stupid. I'm not even a huge Pokemon fan, but... I have a copy of that. We need to hook the GameCube up to the TV. Oh, I would love the shit out of that. That and Double Dash. I don't remember where all my... Uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. Though. That was fun. GameCube was a great system. It was. A, a really fun. Win, uh, Wind Waker? Wind Waker was great. Yeah. Everyone shit on it, but it was cool. Something different. Yeah. Nintendo has a problem with trying to sell the... Doing the same story over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, we still buy it. I know, but like, how many how many Zeldas have all been Ocarina of Time, but just rehashed somehow? Right. Twilight Princess, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just like all this shit. Well, it's all just go in, save Princess, kill Ganon. Done. But the princess is in another castle. Wrong game. Damn it. Anyway, any more thoughts? <sighs> no. On anything? Just, I want to play Red Dead. Well, let's pack it up and go play Red Dead. Mm, I think I got some time. Yeah. All right. So, um, thanks. So, oh yeah, thanks to the guy at Chipotle who made half my salad steak. And That's just, awesome. Let's put his let's put a scoop. You know what? There's some more in there. Put a scoop. You know what? We're getting close to closing. Here, just have another scoop. That's awesome. Like the whole front. Like I didn't see lettuce anymore. I just saw steak. Yeah, that you need. You should have got his name. Oh, it's the same guy every time. I mean, oh, okay. that's all he does. He scoops he's meat. The, he's the steak guy. But then you also had a downside at yeah, Chipotle. Yeah, big screw you to whoever at Chipotle loaded the Diet Coke into the regular Coke. <laughs> I'm fine if I'm going to drink Diet Coke, but I don't want to get regular Coke, then take a sip and go, oh, this sucks ass. But anyway. So, uh, yeah, this is episode three. Uh, I, I feel like this one may have taken a nosedive. <laughs> this one's not that great, but hey. Hey, we're still under the target time, though. If you're still listening... Uh, more power to more you. More power to you, and thanks. But uh, yeah, businesscasualnerd.com, uh, bizcasualnerd on Twitter, at bizcasualnerd. We still haven't put anything on either of those, but we will get around to it at some point. Maybe that'll be the running gag, like Jimmy Kimmel, like with Matt Damon. <laughs> we'll never put anything on we'll it. We'll never have anything on it's there. It's just an empty But Twitter we always account. tag it. <laughs> <laughs> Like right now, the only tweet I'm on it is first episode. We recorded our first podcast episode coming soon, <laughs> and then we just leave it as that. We never do anything else. So uh, I kind of want to, but I also want to actually put something on there. Yeah, and the only other thing uh, I want to say is thanks for you to listening. If you've made it to this point, you've listened to three episodes, and you've listened to this rambling ass episode. By God, you are a fucking saint among men and women. <laughs> So, thanks. Uh, hopefully, we'll get our shit together, and one day we'll be really good at this. But probably not, <laughs> because that's just how we are. Anyway. Anyway. All right, we're out. Hit some space junk. <laughs>